Welcome to episode three of the Turks and Chaos podcast. In today's episode, I'll be going over important life skills our kids need to learn and why these things are important to teach them early. But first, a word about today's sponsor. Let's get into it. It's easy as parents to get caught up in focusing on the discipline aspect of parenting. We want our kids to learn respect for others, to learn consequences for their actions, how to have good manners. But are we harming our kids by not teaching them enough basic life skills before they are on their own? One study found that while 58% of three to five-year-olds in the U.S. can navigate a smartphone, fewer than one out of six, that's 15%, could make their own breakfast. Now, I don't know about you, but my kids, if they don't know how to make their own breakfast, then I guess they're not having a breakfast that day because they at this point can wake themselves up with their alarm, they can get dressed, they know to go downstairs and eat their breakfast and brush their teeth, and then they can watch the TV. That's their main goal in the morning is to have time to be able to watch the TV. But if I come down there and they're watching TV and it's time to go and they start to say, but I haven't eaten breakfast, but I haven't done this, but I still need to find my shoes, then I drill into their heads Tomorrow, when you get up, you need to go do all of the things that get you ready for the day before the TV is turned on. And now they know they need to do all these things. So they hurry and get it all done. They get their breakfast in, they get their teeth brushed, they get their school bag ready to go, and then they turn on the TV and relax until it's time to go. That's that's what they need to do. So that's what they do. And I couldn't imagine you know, if they didn't know how to make their own breakfast. But that's why I also provide easy things. Bowl of cereal, waffles to pop in the toaster, fruit always, easy things like that. They should be able to do that. And to see that, you know, fewer, fewer than one out of six could make their own breakfast is just wow. Um, Now, yes, I'm mindful that that's only three to five years old, but still, five years old, that's kindergarten, so... I know that my almost four-year-old, he is perfectly capable of throwing together a peanut butter and jelly sandwich himself or gathering most of the tools required to have a bowl of cereal or whatever else. Of course, I don't want him pouring his own milk because um, there's usually messes with that, like the whole container of milk being accidentally knocked over, but that's a different story. Moving on, though, I noticed that a shared theme among young adults, say in their 20s, is that they felt and continue to feel completely unprepared for actually being an adult or adulting. I'm sure you've seen at least one meme in the last seven days regarding adulting. It makes me reflect on my own parenting. I don't want my kids unprepared for their future or facing problems when it comes time to take care of themselves. So how can I prepare them more so they aren't complaining when they're adults? If these young people are complaining about life in their 20s, what does the rest of their life look like? When they purchase a home, face more difficult obstacles that come with being a grown-up, obstacles that require a larger label than just adulting. Being an adult doesn't go away after you become an adult. It's not like a kid waiting to become a teenager so they're no longer a child. It's not like a teenager becoming an adult so they have more freedom. There isn't an out after you've become an adult. Welcome to your new life. 
Kids need to learn how to keep on going. They need to learn the benefits of a positive mindset and they need to learn goal setting. Always having goals from something as basic as I want to make my bed every day to I want to run a marathon or maybe I want to get this super rad position in the company and buy the house of my dreams. Having goals keeps people moving. It makes you excited to get out of bed and handle the day's tasks. That's what I want to teach my kids. I want them to be passionate and goal-oriented. I think as parents, we need to sit down and write out a vision for our kids and their future. Yes, they can be whatever they want to be, but we can't expect them to get there all by themselves without some guidance and basic skills and lots of patience and support. Sure, our kids can learn when they're adults what they didn't learn as kids, but they will struggle. Why not help them out while life is still breezy? I want my boys to hit the ground running and enjoy their lives while also making moves. That's why I believe it's important to instill as many life skills as I possibly can while they still want to listen to me because I know there will come a time when their ears will shut off to me and they don't care what I have to say. My oldest is only eight, but he's already pretty much at that moment where he's like, okay, I don't want to hear it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Stop talking. So any little in I have to get something important into their head, I'm there. By checking in with our values and our dreams we have for our kids, I think it allows us to reassess how we're doing as parents and if we've strayed from teaching or haven't been on them to take care of their responsibilities. We have a moment to catch ourselves and get back on course or adjust our game plan. I found this one interesting. There was a Harvard grant study, like one of the longest running studies in history, spanning from 1938 to the present, researchers identified two things that people need in order to be happy and successful. The first was love and the second was work ethic. And I found that to be like exactly what I'm trying to say right now. So I thought that fit in. Two things that people need in order to be happy and successful, love and work ethic. And I think that teaching kids basic skills teaches them a good work ethic. So what are important life skills? Let's start with the absolute basics. Writing a letter, like handwriting a letter, putting it in an envelope, putting the stamp on it, putting it in the mailbox, putting the flag up. Completely basic. Writing a letter. Doing laundry, planting a seedling, learning how to grow food, where food comes from, preparing a simple meal, just making a sandwich, cracking an egg, pouring a bowl of cereal, having a piece of fruit, you know, creating a meal cleaning up after themselves, how to swim, basic first aid, chores. To me, chores are just a given. Everyone needs to pitch in and learn how to clean. It's just part of living in a house and maintaining a clean and safe environment for everyone. As a mom, I don't believe that I should be the housekeeper of everyone. I already clean plenty. Kids should have weekly chores, and I don't believe they should be paid for things like cleaning a toilet or dusting, sweeping, picking up toys. Uh, I'm not the one that goes into the bathroom and sprays my, my urine all over the place, okay? I don't cover the toilet seat and the ground with, with my fluids, okay? So that's not something that I'm going to pay someone else to clean up when they're the ones that did it, 
Okay, it's just part of keeping things, uh, you know, not disgusting and not unsanitary. So you're not going to get paid for that. If they want to do extra things like help with organizing something, yard work, special projects, those are things that deserve an allowance or reward of some sort. But I noticed when I offer money for chores, it came down to give me money or I'm not doing it. And it seemed a little disconnected from what I was trying to teach, which is take care of your things and where you live. And the benefit is that you know how to take care of your stuff so it lasts and you don't become a slob. Okay. The next one are coping mechanisms to handle emotions such as sadness, anger, and anxiety. I think this is important, so important. You need to learn how to handle emotions in a healthy manner so that you don't get stuck to the point of that's what your life revolves around are these feelings. Everyone is going to deal with sadness. Everyone is going to run into anger. Everyone is going to have some sort of anxiety about something. Stress that turns into anxiety. You will have these big feelings. So teaching them techniques and coping mechanisms to deal with the emotions such as journaling, exercising to raise endorphins, finding a hobby that clears their mind and brings them peace. I personally had yoga and walking become my forms of stress relief. Writing helps when I'm angry. I just, I know what things, what tools I have to use when I feel stuck and I utilize them. And that's how I know that whatever feelings I'm going through around a certain time, I know that I'll get past them. And I know in the meantime, I have things that I can use to help me so that it doesn't feel so difficult to get through. We need to teach healthy ways for kids to deal with their feelings. We need to teach how to accept disappointment. I was listening to a podcast the other day while I was doing homework for this episode, and the woman was saying that she used to wait to tell her child about a play date just in case they flaked. I know a lot of people that do that. I did that once or twice. But I can't too much because I'm terrible at surprises. But she came to the realization that by doing so, she wasn't allowing her child to have that experience of disappointment. And all because she would rather avoid dealing with all of the upset that comes with it if the play date ended up canceled. How many times as, as adults have we had someone cancel plans last minute or something not turn out the way we anticipated it and we're left with disappointment? Can you imagine if you sheltered your child from those feelings their whole childhood and then one day when they're older, they have a moment where they face a huge disappointment for the first time? How would you even expect a person to handle that situation? They need to learn how to accept disappointment and get through it. Social skills. Teaching and encouraging kids to put themselves out there. It's normal to feel butterflies and anxiety about meeting new people. I used to call it being shy, but now people have allowed the fear of socializing and putting themselves out there to get in the way of opportunity. I know from personal experience that the best way to get over the fear of socializing is to just go and do it. Yes, it's uncomfortable at first, but after the initial introductions, it's not so bad, right? How can we give our children social skills so that they don't let the fear of being around people control their life and keep them sheltered from so many great relationships? 
How about how to win and lose graciously? Learning how to be a good friend and empathize for others. Conversation skills, all important. How to be competitive, but a healthy competitive. How to be cooperative. These are things that we need to teach our kids. These are things that are going to help them when they enter society and have to deal with other people. Being good humans, advocating for themselves and others. You aren't there to stand up for your child when they go to school and you're not going to be there to stand up for them their whole life. There's going to be a time when they leave the nest and they're going to be on their own. They need to learn how to stand up for themselves and of course for others. If you can raise a child who is capable of standing up for what's right, then you know they will also stand up for others when they see something wrong happen to another. Use your voice for good children and don't be afraid to ask questions. Having manners. Customer service skills are down the drain in so many places I go these days. You go to the grocery store and you don't even get a greeting. You hear the employees moan and groan about being at work right in front of you. I just want to be like, why don't you find something you love then and go do that? Why are you here complaining to the customers? Come on now. What happened to good old fashioned customer service? Learn to admit when they are wrong and say sorry. That's a huge life skill that can get them so far in life. That's a big one that will help with their relationships in life. And when you build good relationships, good, strong relationships around you, that is so, so, so satisfying and supportive to just have that circle around you of people that you can trust and people that you can be vulnerable around um, and you're going to have a stronger circle if you're able to admit that when you are wrong and apologize when necessary. Children should be able to learn how to choose happiness and have a positive mindset. I think that's one of the biggest things that's, that brings me back around to the whole adulting thing. You see everyone on social media complaining about how nobody prepared them to be an adult, um, and how sucky it is. Um, but positive aff affirmations are going to be really helpful and teaching them not to grumble. These are habits that do best when a parent models this behavior. The child can pick up on your attitude and it's easier to explain a positive mindset when they see something happen to you. And instead of you sitting there being grouchy about it, you say something positive like, that's okay, something better must be coming my way. And then you can say, that's what a positive mindset is all about. I've had my kids question me and ask me, you know, that person just did that to you. Why did, why are you sitting here and not upset about it? Why aren't you yelling at that person? And I have to tell them because where's that going to get me? That's going to get me in a bad mood and it's not going to fix the situation at all. Okay. I can choose to sit here and not let it affect me. And then I can go about my life normal and happy, or I can sit here and let it affect the rest of my day and then get stuck on the thought and then be angry. And then that's how I deal with everything is everything is a moment for me to jump and be upset. No, I'm going to choose to have a positive mindset. I'm going to choose happiness and my kids will learn from my modeled behavior and when they ask questions, they will connect 
what a positive mindset is to actions that they see um, modeled before them. The next two, money management, time management. So money management, who knows where the economy will take us? We know that it fluctuates and it has its moments and it's really bad times. Teach kids how to manage their money, how to have an emergency savings and explain that things come up. Teach them how to save money for something. It could be a toy they want. Have them see how much it is and then do the math and save up until they have that amount to purchase it. Teach them that they don't have to blow all, all of their money, that you know a portion can be fun money and some of it should be saved and teach them the importance of giving their money. Um, that money isn't the most important thing to their life and that if you have money and you have extra money, it's okay to give it to the less fortunate and to help out others around you when they need it. Time management, getting up to an alarm, having enough time to get up and get dressed, have breakfast and get to school on time. That's what I'm trying to instill in my kids' minds right now. And it works most days and some days they can't get up for to save the life of it and I just don't understand why but for the most part they get up to an alarm and they do everything they need to do to get dressed the important thing about this is that you teach them how to manage time so they aren't rushing everywhere they go that's the one thing I wish I would have mastered early as a mom it's a horrible feeling showing up late everywhere and always rushing around always being the last one to the party, always being the late mom, having parent-teacher conferences and the teachers say they need to be at school on time. Yes, I agree they need to be at school on time, but you know what's horrible is having a teacher call you out for it. So you know what? Get ahead and stop rushing around. Allowing enough time to do everything you need to do while going at a steady pace is at the top of my life skills lesson plan. It's so important. And yes, this all creates more work for us. Will the kids clean perfectly? No. And you'll go over it to perfect it yourself. Kids will complain and whine about every, everything you ask them to do and having to put any little bit of effort into anything. They're going to think it's completely boring to have to sit and do chores. They're going to hate hearing your lecture for the millionth time about how having good manners is important or saying thank you at the store is important. But is the extra effort you put in today worth a better future and adulthood for your children? Of course it is. And I'll end it on that. So thanks for tuning in today. You can catch a new episode of the Turks and Chaos podcast every Thursday. I'll be in your ears again in no time. Have a great week and think about your visions for your kids. Okay, bye.